I'm going to open with quoting the great Taylor Swift. So make the friendship bracelets. Take the moment and taste it. You've got no reason to be afraid. What do I mean by that? In life, we tend to look forward. I'm the most guilty of it. You know, we, we tend to make plans, you know, oh, let's go to Colorado next summer. Let's go to Vegas next spring. Let's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Making plans instead of getting lost in what's actually happening. You know, I found myself lately going through a lot of my memories because I'm in a place in my life where I'm just doing a lot of work. So I'm not really available to hang out as much as I used to be with my friends. And it's really making me appreciate like the friendships I've had and the moments that I've had with my friends and the times that I've had and the appreciation that I've had. And part of that has come from uh, listening to Taylor Swift's album Midnights that came out a couple weeks ago. It's it's kind of a reflective album on her career. It's got different sounds from different eras of her career. That's why she's doing the Eras tour, which I hope to be going to. Um, but uh, she that really put me in a moment where like, you know, Taylor always puts out a, an album that is like a soundtrack to whatever I'm going through in my life. You know, I was a freshman in high school when 1989 came out. It was really pivotal into my love for pop music. That was a really good pop music album. And so it really, that's how I started looking at music, the way she writes it, the way she tells her stories. And that's what really got piqued my interest in pop culture. And then Reputation came out my senior year, and so I was entering adulthood, and I kind of felt wronged by a lot of people and a lot of things, so I kind of felt the same energy she felt with Reputation, and so I liked that. And then Lover came out as I was dealing with my sexuality and coming to terms with that, and so I feel like she's always putting out music that has something to do with what I'm going through, and I know I'm not the only one. That's why Swifties love her. That's why I consider myself a Swiftie. I never did before um, until I really love her was what really made me feel like I was a Swifty because I cried when I listened to a few of the songs on that album, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, you should definitely listen to the album boy or girl. I don't give a shit what you, what you are. That album slaps. There's so many good songs, anti-heroes and Anthem. Um, you know, uh, I really like you're on your own kid. I just quoted it. Um, that was what I opened with. So, you know, it really got me to a point where, um, you know, everything is seasonal. I talked about that so many times on this podcast and, you know, I have, I've had to learn lately to not take things so personal and just kind of take things how they are and just keep moving. And it really is once you get the hang of doing that and just letting go of things, it really does feel better. But I will say, um, I will say that just, like I said, not taking things personal is important and realizing that things are seasonal. People are seasonal. Uh, jobs are seasonal. Everything is seasonal. And so you have to take what you got from those things. And I know I've said that before and you have to live in them. And so that's kind of what this episode is about, is about not getting too far ahead of your life or uh, in your life or wishing things away because it's the end of the year. We're getting to that time of the year where people start doing a lot of reflecting and they start, you know, talking about what they did this year. And this year for me, um, you know, this isn't my year in review episode, but like this year for me really was about learning how to let go. Because to go where I want to go in life and get where I want to go, I can't bring everyone. And that's unfortunate. And it doesn't mean that you don't stop loving these people. It just means that, you know, you can't have the same roles in their lives and they can't have the same role in your life. And that's okay. And so 
we're going to, I'm going to talk about just some things that have stuck out to me and just, um, you know, things for me, this is really about just, like I said, not taking things for granted, not taking the moments you have with your friends. You know, we're at the holiday season. A lot of people are going to be doing reunions with their friends very soon. And I just want to make sure that everyone takes those moments in because life is so precious and that's what life is about. You're going to be reminiscing about these holidays in 10, 15 years. So all I'm saying is take the moment, taste it like Taylor said, and let's talk about that. (laughs) So like I said, I'm in a really reflective place in my life. Um, and it really, it start, it started with Taylor Swift's album coming out. And then last Saturday was probably the biggest day in sports that I can remember ever in my life. Um, the Astros won the world series and LSU beat Alabama in Baton Rouge at night in death Valley. It was insane on a walk off overtime. If you know sports, you know what I'm talking about. And if you're from Louisiana, you know what I'm talking about. Cause it was insane. And, um, it was just insane because those things happened within like 30 minutes of each other. So it was just a lot happening at once. And I grew up being an Astros fan, you know, going to games with them losing for years. And so them winning means a lot. And it was a really emotional process, but LSU winning was also an emotional process because Alabama's just had the leg up for so long. And it just felt really good to see our state come out on top and everybody kind of unites behind LSU football when they win big. So it's kind of fun to see them win big, uh, especially at home. They hadn't done that since 2010. So that was a really big uh, win. It was an overtime and it just, it was magical. And so I kept finding myself as it was happening though, being like, this isn't really happening. You know, I'm 22 and I'm getting to see this and I'm getting to go out and party with my friends and celebrate it. And it was just so fun because that's one of those things where it's like, that's my, my dad said something when I talked to him the next day and he was like, that's a night last night. You'll never, you'll never forget last night. And I, that's the truth. And so I start thinking about all these times and like, you know, Obviously, I'm going to address some elephants in the room. I'm not as close with my friend Ella as I used to be. And, like, it's nothing personal. We just, she lives in a different city. I live in a different city. We're going to talk at some point, hopefully, around the holidays. Um, But I was just thinking about some of the crazy things that she and I have done. And, like, our relationship, you know, I, that girl will always have me in her corner. No matter what the fuck she, no matter where she's at. If she's in freaking, like, Korea and she has issues, I'll fly over there and come, like, help her get out of those issues you know she'll always have me in her corner and so it's one of those things where like we've just been through so many things you know like going to rooftops on uh psychedelics you know doing so many crazy things driving around with our heads out the window uh dancing in the rain you know just so many things uh that you know common friendships have and like we were just so close for so long and so like that's one relationship where like I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I'm like, I'm so glad that I have her and like, it's not had, I have her and I'm so glad that I have her in my life. And like, same with, you know, not just her, my friend Shelby. Uh, if you've been around long enough, you've heard me reference her before. Uh, Shelby and I, we're not as close. Uh, you might realize that I haven't talked about her as much as I used to, you know, uh, that thing we're still that girl. I know if I text her right now, she may not answer immediately, but when she does, you know, we can jump right back in and it's almost like we never, we never went away. And it's because when you form bonds with people and you have all these memories, you know, Shelby and I have so many nights where we just drove around like Charles in the middle of the night because we had nothing else to do. Uh, we would go to Whataburger in the middle of the night, going to Eunice, doing all these crazy things, driving all around the world and just being friends, acting crazy. I remember one time, uh, right before I was 21, she bought me a six pack of beer. 
or not beer, it was like seltzers or something. And I literally, she drove and I just drank and I got so drunk and it was so fun. And we just drove around and talked and laughed and told stories. And we used to smoke and watch the view together. Um, it was just a, a different time, a different thing. Same with my friend Tavari. If you've been around long enough, you've heard me reference him before. You might've even seen him if you've been around on my YouTube or anything like that. Uh, you know, he and I were really close for a long time. That is still my dog. I know if I text him, in fact, I slide up on his story all the time. He slides up on mine. You know, it's one of those things where it's like we, you know, you, yes, people are seasonal, but like just because someone is seasonal doesn't mean they're out of your life forever. And that's something that I, I keep seeing on TikTok, people talking about how like, oh, people are seasonal. You just have to get over it and they, you know, move on. No, that's not true. You can appreciate what you had and still have, hold that person to a, you know, at least a friend standard, you don't have to be best friends, but like a friend standard. And like, those are my, I consider them still those people, some of my best friends, just because I don't hold a lot of people close to me. And like, those are people that can like tell if I'm, if something's wrong with me, they can tell. And I consider you a really good friend of mine. If, if, if you can tell. And so, um, you know, I love those friends and, you know, we've grown apart. And like I said, I referenced in the opening episode of this season, you know, if it seems for a long time, it seemed like we were all on a show together. Me, my friend, Cicely, Tavari, Shelby, we started together and now we're all kind of doing our own spinoffs. And sometimes we cross, we do crossover episodes and hopefully, you know, we can get one in soon because I really do miss my friends. And same with Ella. I really miss her. I haven't seen her in a while, but it's, you know, life has changed, you know, and that's what's so crazy is that like, you know, when you're, when you sometimes are put in uncomfortable situations, you have to figure out, you have to figure out you. And I guess the biggest thing is that when I got fired from my job in August, you know, I had spent the last three years building all these friendships with people that I thought would be in my life forever. And I've realized those people aren't going to be in my life forever. Not even as long as I thought they'd be. And that's okay. You know, but all those people, you know, I don't love them any less. I don't, but we have some really good memories. We're just not friends anymore. And that's totally fine. And, you know, one of the things that we have to remember is that we're not the main characters in everyone's story and everyone's movie. And, but you can damn sure be the main character in yours and you, you damn sure should be. And that's something that I'm trying to remember. And, um, you know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I'm not even going to front with you guys. The last couple months of my life, the reason that I have been so sporadic with episodes this season is not because of my usual excuse. It's legitimately because I've felt so like things are moving so fast and shifting around me that I don't even know where to begin when I start talking with you guys, because something I may mention right now might not be necessarily true on Monday. And I'm recording this on Friday night. So, you know, I don't know when this will air, but I'm just saying, you know, that, that right there just tells you everything that like, I, I, like my life is just changing so much. And like, I can't tell you too many details because like I said, things are changing, but when I can, I will. And it's, I just feel like things are going to pay off. A lot of things are going to pay off. And, um, I just, I want everyone to make sure that you, you take the moment in. And that's something that I'm trying to do is because like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in my life and I'm not really sure. And if, but like, I just feel like some things are going to change soon. And, 
Um, I want to make sure that I enjoy life the way it is right now. And that's something that's very underappreciated, I feel like. And so, you know, I'm thankful for so many things in my life. And I'm going to start naming them just because it's you have to do that. And when you do that, I feel like good things are going to come because if you're appreciative, the universe sees that. So like, I'm really appreciative for the fact that I have a roof over my head and it's, I don't live in a bad place. I have a great roommate. I have a great job. I have great friends. I have several guys who are interested in me and, you know, I control my destiny right now. You know, I'm thinking of things in sports terms. You know, I'm like, I'm like a a one loss team that's like nine and one at the end of their season, you know? I'm picking up steam. I just have to win the last two games to get to my conference championship. And that's the way I feel. You know, I feel like I'm closing in on what I want. Do I know what it is exactly? No. But I feel like this podcast is definitely an outlet for me to express, you know, things that I'm interested in and things that I'm uh, interested in creative wise. You know, I have an episode where we're going to break down the 2022 midterm elections. The reason I haven't done that yet is because I want things to be finalized when I talk about it. I don't like the whole unravel how things are still unraveling talking about those things and it's still unraveling as I speak right now. So I'll do that probably next week. I thought I would be able to do it this week, but I didn't. Um, sorry, getting off topic. I don't have a notepad in front of me. I literally was just sitting in my car. I, I got home from uh, going to get gas and I just had to I run some errands tonight and I just wanted to talk to you guys because, you know, I was talking to my grandma when I was in Minneapolis and she was like talking to me about how like... You know, one of my biggest reasons for not putting out episodes consistently is because I don't really know what to say. It's kind of like when I go to therapy. I don't really know what to say. I just start talking and things just happen. And so I told her, like, she told me, she was like, well, just get on the mic and talk. And that's kind of what I'm doing with you guys right now. I don't really have much to talk about, but I just felt like I needed to tell you guys what's going on in my life and try to update you guys on what's going on. And, um, yeah. I'm going to, in this segment, we'll go into another one. Okay? Okay, okay. Sorry about that, guys. But um, just to continue our little group vent sesh here, um, I'm really grateful for where I'm at. Like I said, I'm reflecting a lot. Um, I've been through a lot. And like I said, I feel like a chapter is closing in my life and a new one is beginning. I don't really know what that means. I don't really know where I'm headed exactly. (laughs) And it's kind of fun that way. Um, you know, but I want to be proof for you guys that you don't have to have it figured out. And, you know, for so long, I feel like my whole problem with life, and I feel like a lot of people's issues are, I had a plan for how I was going to live my life. I was going to go to school. I was going to graduate from high school, go to college, get my degree, maybe get a job. Maybe if I didn't like that, go back to school, you know, hopefully be dating somebody by then get, you know, have fun in my twenties, make enough money to where I can travel, get married, by th- be married by 30, have kids by 35. You know, I had a plan and, um, you know, I, my plan was to be graduated from undergrad by 21. And cause that was just the way it fell, the way I graduated at 17 from high school. So that was my plan. And, you know, I've had to, this year was about me coming to terms with the fact that things didn't turn out the way that they were supposed to. And that is so okay. And like, you know, I didn't, I didn't graduate from college when I thought I was going to, I dropped out, you know, life happened, you know, 
But you know what I did learn to do? I learned to love myself. I learned to value moments while they happen because when something is great, you need to enjoy it because just like, just in the blink of an eye like that, it becomes a memory and then you can't get it back. And so long I've spent my life, you know, replaying things in my head. You know, if I could get, if I could get moments back and say one thing to, to one person, if I could tell this person that one thing, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing it anymore, guys. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. I, I am who I am, you know, and I, I got into an argument with my parents because I painted my nails. I've started doing that this year. And I'm really comfortable with it. I only do black because other than Pride Month, I do it rainbow. But for most of the time, it's black. And, you know, that's kind of an issue that I have with my parents. And I'm not trying to air out their dirty laundry. You know, my parents are very supportive. But it's just a generational divide thing where, like, you know, I was talking to my parents. And they were like, well, you kind of open yourself up to comments if you paint your nails that way. If some, You know, if somebody wants to say something. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm tired of living in a world where people can tell me because I paint my nails that, that, that there's something wrong with me or that if she, if, if my friend wants, if my friend that's, that, you know, you know, looks like he's like, they are male, but identifies as, uh, you know, non-binary, if they want to wear heels, that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. If they want to wear a pearl necklace, if they want to wear a dress, if a guy wants to wear a dress and heels and pearls and full face of makeup, that has nothing to do with you. That has nothing to do with you. And, you know, I'm so tired of living in a world where we're just okay with, you know, old fat white men who do nothing but wear Magellan fishing shirts telling other people what they can put on their bodies and not just what they can put on their bodies, what they can do with their bodies. And so I'm not taking it anymore. And I recommend that you don't take it either. You don't take it either. If that, if this episode teaches you anything from our little vent session is that you don't take it anymore. Don't take what you're not okay with. Okay. You know what you're worth. And like I've said it a million times, I'm always okay with eating by myself because I know what I bring to the table. I have no problem with eating alone. And that's just something that I've always felt, you know, I felt that way. And then I became really comfortable with being myself because I didn't have anyone else. And so it's just one of those things where, you know, just take it from me, speak up. You know, it may hurt, you know, there might be some whiplash, but I promise you, you'll look back and you won't live with regret. And living with regret is the worst thing to have. You can't do it because you can't change the past. And so all I'm saying is, don't let anyone tell you how to live your life. Don't, whether it's your mom, your dad, your grandmother, you know, I am so tired of living by life by the way other people's standards. You know, those that, that whole plan I just laid out for you, that it didn't even occur to me until I went to therapy that that wasn't even my plan. That it was a plan that other people had, set, had told me that they wanted me to do, and so I was doing it to please them. It wasn't until my therapist actually asked me, Connor, do you want to graduate from college? And I was like, you know what? I don't know that I do. Not necessarily right now. I, I do eventually, but not necessarily right now. There are a lot of things that I feel like I need to accomplish before that. And like getting myself started and like building a foundation of life and like understanding the way things work, that's more important to me because I've seen so many of my friends who get out of college and reality hits them because they haven't had the chance to adjust to the real world because they've been living in the college bubble and it's not real. It's not reality. So, and like as much as they try to prepare you, 
with the way things have been the last couple years, it's not reality. So I'm just telling you, I feel like I'm, I'm not better off than my friends who have degrees. Obviously they have, my friends have, some of my friends have great jobs and I'm proud of them. But like, I'm just saying, you know, I don't regret my decision and I'm not going to be guilted into regretting my decision either. And, you know, I feel like the first step to loving your life and owning your life is being okay with the decisions you've made and forgiving yourself for it. For so long, I've I have beaten myself up for the decisions I've made in the past, whether it was what drugs I took, whether it was how much I drank, whether it was who I slept with, whether it was what I made on a test, whether or not I studied. And you know what? Those things don't define me. You know what defines me? The type of person that I am, the way I treat people, the impact I leave on the world. And so that is something that I'm trying to work on. Obviously, I'm a work in progress. No one is perfect. And so I just am trying to hold myself to that type of standard. If I'm going to hold myself to a standard, it's not going to be based off of what someone else wants me to be or the life that somebody else wants me to live because that's not who I am. I'm going to live my life and be my own goddamn hero. I don't need someone else to come in and swoop in and save me. And that's another fucking thing. I just tonight deleted all dating apps off my fucking phone because you know why? I don't need a man to come in and fucking save my life. Just like Taylor Swift said in, uh, you know, you're on your own kid. You know, she spent so long in her life preparing herself to be saved by a fucking kiss, by a perfect kiss. Well, you know what? That doesn't save you. You know, you're not, you're not defined. Again, you're not defined by what man loves you or what, how many friends you have. Again, it's the impact you leave on the world and the way people feel when you walk in a room. Everyone has auras. Everyone has energies. Again, I can tell when someone who is not a necessarily good person walks in a room because they just give off an energy. I don't know really what to describe it as because I can't put it into words, but my empath people, you know what I'm talking about. The same when someone who's a sunshine walks in a room, you feel their energy. The best way I could describe that is like if glitter had a harder surface, you know, that's, but in a good way, you know, that's the way it feels. So, you know, I, that's the type of person I want to be, you know, not someone who slaves over making money to, to do what? And that's another thing, you know, we're, we're ingrained for so long in our lives to, to chase money for what? For what? Again, as long, the way I look at it, you know, do I want to have, or do I have aspirations to make money? Yes. And should you, should you be broke and proud of it? I mean, if that's what you want to do, you know, go off. But like what, all I'm saying is for me personally, as long as I have enough money to live comfortably, like live, you know, my, what I mean comfortably is, you know, have food on the table, you know, have clothes on my back, live healthily, have a healthy life and travel every couple months. That's it. Not even every couple months, maybe twice a year. That's it. That's all I want. And I don't think you have to make that much to, to live off of that. I think I could do that now. So all I'm saying is, is that the happy life that you want, you don't have to wait for one day to start chasing it. You can just wake up one day and decide that it's, it's happening. It's happening right now. And that's kind of the way I feel. I'm not waiting for a man to come bring me a happy life. I'm not waiting for my day to ride off into the sunset. I'm in the sunset now. You know what? I'm in the sunset right goddamn now, and I'm going to make my moment right now and leave my mark on the world right now. And like, I feel like this is the realest episode that I've put out because I'm just being straight up with you guys. This is the way I talk to my friends. 
you know, the way when we, we have conversations, this is how, this is as real as it gets with me. And so, um, just don't, don't let your moment pass. You know, it's never too late. I'm not saying that, that your moment will pass, but you know what I mean. Don't let the moments that you've been waiting for pass because you're waiting for them to be perfect. Because guess what? Life isn't fucking perfect. It's not even close. But you know what it is? It's fucking beautiful. And there's always a silver lining. Because you know what the Grateful Dead said? Every silver lining has a touch of gray. So everything that's beautiful will have a little bit of ugly. And everything that's ugly will have a little bit of beauty. That's the way I look at it. So guys, that episode was random as fuck. I hope you stayed through the randomness of the second segment to get through the realness of the third one because I feel like the third segment really touches on what I was trying to say with this episode. Uh, I just kind of had to get myself rolling. But um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We're going to go ahead and go with our L'Chaim of the week and that is going to be all the people who voted in this week's midterm elections. Um, whether you voted red or blue, we're cheers into you because oh, that rhymes whether you voted red or blue we're cheers into you okay <laughs> um just because you voted you got out and voted and that's your civic duty and you contributed to the furtherment of our democracy and that is the beauty of it ladies and gentlemen so toast to yourselves give yourself a round of applause um what am i obsessed with obviously taylor swift's album midnights i love every single song on that album i'm gonna go ahead and name a couple of my favorite songs just so the Swifties don't come for me, and they know that I actually listen to it. Uh, I love Antihero, but that's not my favorite. Uh, You're on your own, kids. Up there, Question is one of my favorites. Vigilante shit, ooh, love it. Uh, it's very reputation like. I love that. Bejeweled, um, Mastermind, ugh, awesome. Sweet Nothing is good. Snow on the Beach is beautiful. I wish we could hear Lana a little more though. But like that whole album, great. Um, but probably my favorite song off of it is probably right now you're on your own kid. Probably. Anyways, I love you guys. Stay safe. Uh, get the flu shot if you can. Um, just, I've heard it's gnarly this year. Uh, but yeah, like I said, stay safe, make good decisions. Don't drink and drive. And, um, yeah, spread love and get your moment. Take your moment, y'all.